You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're going to talk Texans football. Uh, I say we get uh, the best in the business to do just that. He's only been covering them for decades for the Houston Chronicle. John McClain joins us here on CBS Sports Radio. How are you tonight, Big John? Jody, I'm like you. I got one out on the baseball game. I wrote my <laughs> stories at uh, at Arrowhead Stadium, came back to my hotel, and now I'm watching the Astros and the Yankees. I'm a big baseball fan. I hear you on MLB radio as well. And um, so I'm watching that game and uh, keeping my eye on the, on the football game too because that's my real job. See, now I didn't know if you would be – at home, having uh, or at the stadium, maybe watching the game and watch the uh, Texans on TV. It's the other way around. You were actually at today's Texan game, and you hustled back to the hotel to watch the Astros tonight. I wasn't sure what your itinerary said, but I knew you would be tuned to both games. If the police had been out in Kansas City, I would have gotten three or four tickets on my way back from Arrowhead to the airport. Marriott to be here for the first pitch. I can tell you that for sure. Thank goodness. They weren't. Very good. All right, uh, let's talk about what the Texans pulled off today. First four weeks of the year, even with the addition of Larry McTunzel, which I thought was an excellent addition if the uh, Dolphins are breaking it up, why not go ahead and get maybe the best left tackle in all of football? Knew it would take some time for him to get the the system under his belt, but he's good enough and young enough that it wasn't going to be an all-season type thing. I think he's pretty much hit his stride here. But they were still giving up sacks, and it was Deshaun Watson under pressure almost every single time he dropped back. No sacks today for the Kansas City Chiefs. How did the Texans pull that off? Well, first of all, Jody, it's two games in a row they haven't given up a sack. They didn't even punt today for the first time in franchise history. But in the three games where they've had their five starting linemen, and they did a lot of experimenting because not only did they trade for Tunsil, but they also used two of their a one and a two on offensive linemen. And those guys got moved around. But once they settled on their five in those three games, they're three and zero, oh, and they've allowed two sacks in three games, none in the last two. And Watson sometimes has too much time to throw the ball, and uh, it's been it's been amazing to see an offensive line and tight ends too who do a better job of protecting the quarterback. Watson is playing great. He threw two interceptions today in the end zone. One was a bad pass. He only had one interception in the first five games, but it was a strange game, Jody. The, the Chiefs were leading 17-3 in the first quarter. They were on the verge of making it 24. Patrick Mahomes had not thrown an interception all sure season, and safety Sean Gibson intercepted him on the one-yard line, and that started the Texans' drive for their first touchdown. So Gibson's interception was big right before the end of the first half. Watson had his second interception in the end zone, and then a rookie defensive end, Charles Minnie, strip sacked Mahomes, and they got the ball in the six. Watson scored, and uh, Texans took the lead at halftime. And you could see, you could hear a pin drop in the sea of red. <laughs> Not surprised. Um, the we know that uh, Hopkins is as good as they get in the National Football League. Personally, I rank him as the number one 
wide receiver. I have debates on it all the time, which to each his own, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Uh, but he is spreading the ball around more. It's not all about Hopkins pass in and pass out. Who, in your estimation, has stepped up to make it a multifaceted offense? They've got tight ends. They've got Darren Fells, who was cut by Cleveland, has been playing great. And they got a second-year tight end named Jordan Aikens coming into this game. Tight ends had five touchdown catches, more than 18 in the league. Will Fuller's coming off a great game last week. He dropped two touchdown passes today. And if you look at Hopkins' catches, you see nine catches with an average of 6.1 yards. And you go, well, he was terrible. Well, five of those catches went for first downs, and another one at the end of the game, it was fourth and three. The Texans bypassed a 44-yard field goal because their kicker, Kaimi Fairbairn, has been terrible. He missed two extra points today, one last week. He's missed four this season. Last year, he led the NFL 150 points and only missed two, so Bill O'Brien didn't want to take a chance from 44, so he went for it on fourth and three. If it hadn't worked, then Mahomes would have gotten the ball back with plenty of time. Instead, he had Hopkins for a first down. So Hopkins accounted for six first downs today, including that big one that allowed them to run out the clock. And another guy, Kenny Stills, who came in that trade with Laramie Tunsil. They gave up two ones and a two for Tunsil and Stills until he suffered a hamstring injury that cost him this last two games, Jody. He had four catches of at least 30 yards. He's catching the ball down the field. So now they're getting a lot of two-deep coverage, which allows them to run. And Carlos Hyde, who had 116 yards today, he's like he's bound to pound the youth. Like his, he's had five or six teams he's been with. Chiefs traded him here for a player that would have been cut. And uh, he is – Carlos Rankins has been a – I mean, Carlos Hyde, who was traded for Martinez Rankins, Rankins yeah. been a revelation. Yes, and I did read some quotes after the game. He did admit there was a little extra motivation attached to this. Uh, you mentioned he's a bit of a uh, sojourn guy in the National Football League. Vagabond, been to a couple of different squads. But he actually thought he was going to be a good fit with the Chiefs. And when they traded him in August, it wasn't the general manager or the head coach who called him. It was some other uh, organizational employee who we didn't even know, and it ticked him off no end that he was informed by someone that he didn't know worked for the Kansas City Chiefs. So I think he played with a little chip on his shoulder today. Would that be accurate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a journeyman, so I'm going to have to go back and look up every team he got cut by and how he got cut, who called him. And if the, if the head coach or GM didn't call him, and they're playing the Texans, I'll look for Hyde to have a big game with another chip on the shoulder. <laughs> Something to keep an eye on going forward. Um, has this team missed Jadavian Clowney, and if so, how much? Well, first of all, Clowney was great against the run. He's a good pass rusher. When they traded him, it allowed them to move Whitney Merciless back to his normal position, and Merciless has played great. And uh, he's forced five turnovers. He's had five five sacks, uh, three tackles for losses. He has 19 tackles. He drops into coverage. So by trading Clowney, he he was able to move into his natural position. So that has not hurt them. And their run defense, after a slow start against New Orleans, has been great. So I'm not going to say they don't miss Clowney. He was too good of an athlete, but they've been able to replace him. Fair enough. You mentioned the Kai Fairburn uh, issues with extra point. He's five for seven 
on field goal attempts, which isn't a great percentage either, but I don't know where his misses have been from, if they've been uh, all long distance. Uh, I don't know if end of game trying to push the envelope. Both of them were over 50 yards. Are they to the point yet where they'll think about bringing in some kickers to at least take a look, or are they still married to Fairburn? There's an interesting thing about Kaimi Fairbairn, Jody. Last year, he led the NFL with 150 points. He missed two extra points. He missed four or five field goals, three of them from 50 or beyond. This year, after the first game, they cut punter Trevor Daniel, who had been his holder last year and this year, and they re-signed Brian Anger, who they had cut after training camp. And I'm not saying it's Anger's fault, but these problems started when Anger began to hold for him. But you can't miss three extra points in two games. And he also missed – he made a 46-yarder day and missed a 44. And when your coach decides to go for it on fourth and three instead of have you kick a 44-yard field goal, you know he doesn't have any confidence in you. So they could do one of two things. They could – they could cut somebody and re-sign Trevor Daniel to hold, or they could sign somebody just to kick extra points. There's probably a thousand people out there that like that opportunity, playing the NFL just to kick extra points. That's not going to happen. But I tell you what, Jody, I do think that they're going to be bringing some guys in. But so many teams have problems with kickers right now. It's amazing. Yeah, the, it, is, it isn't a strength of the National Football League in general. I agree with you there. Um, kind of a quirky scheduling for the Texans this year. Sure enough, three of their first five games are their intra-conference matchups. They've already uh, played New Orleans, Carolina, and Atlanta, and it cost you two out of three games. Uh, Carolina jumped up and bit you. Uh, exciting game uh, against the Saints. The season opener uh, came up just short there. So your two losses have been against NFC opponents well, you only got one left for the last 10 games of the season. Are the Texans happy with where they're at as per their schedule and the teams they have played and haven't played so far? A lot of people, Jody, may go, oh, man, if they just hadn't given up that 58-yard field goal with no time remaining at New Orleans, they'd be 5-1. and one. But on the other hand, every game they've won but one has been close, and their losses have been close. And they didn't play worth the darn in that loss at home to Carolina, and they just got eviscerated by the fans and media in Houston. And in the last two games, they've scored 53 and 31. Watson and the offense look great. The defense gives up a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns. But after the first quarter today, Jody, they gave one touchdown to the Chiefs, and Patrick Mahomes threw for 105 yards against an injury-depleted secondary, so they made big plays when they had to make them. Fair enough. Would you say, and I saw someone state earlier that Andy Reid has made Patrick Mahomes into just a quarterback over these last two weeks. Uh, Nobody was giving Andy Reid credit when Patrick Mahomes was playing like the best player on the planet last year. It was all due to Patrick Mahomes and his talent and skill, which I think is unfair. How did the Texans keep Patrick Mahomes in check? Did he have what you considered a bad game? Did you not like the play calling, or should we be giving all the credit to the Texans' defense? He threw 273 yards and three touchdowns. We'd all like to have bad days like that, right? I think he he didn't have his left tackle. He just got back Tyreek Hill. Texans did a great job on 
on Travis Kelsey. They totally shut down their run. But the main thing, and this will happen to anybody, Jody, you put it, you put him on the bench for almost 40 minutes. Then every time he plays, he's got to score a touchdown. That's a lot of pressure. That was the main thing. Texans controlled the ball at 35 first downs. 472 yards rushing and had the ball for 39 minutes, 48 seconds. Not many offenses can overcome that kind of ball control. Yeah, I wouldn't say if uh, that's a bad game for Pat Mahomes. It's a pretty damn good game for everybody else. Just uh team with the ball last was able to come away with the win. Congrats to uh, Mr. Watson and his Texans. John, we appreciate you filling in the blanks for us. Go back to watching the Astros. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, my bud. Hey, Jody, my pleasure. Thank you. Keep up the great work. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.